0: At 8 a.m. on the starting day of the 1990 Iditarod Sled Dog Race, the shoot at 4th and D Streets in downtown Anchorage is a blare of Klieg lights and hot-colored racing gear. Standing before the cameras of ABC's Wide World of Sports is announcer Lynn Swan, former wide receiver for the Pittsburgh Steelers, a black Adonis in a chic down parka. A tape of Jimmy Buffett's Margaritaville pours over the crowd of 15,000 spectators while bouncers in fox-pelt caps police the barricades. In the back of the chute, several hundred dog-handlers are sorting and stacking Ziploc bags of meat and lard. Dander hangs in the air, and everywhere is the reek of excrement. The mushers inch their way to the chute, a new team blasting off every two minutes. Greasy-haired Norsemen just in from the bush. Arctic jocks, waddling in their mucklucks and vapor barrier boots. Miners in floppy yazoo hats, grizzled loggers and wildcatters. Yukon river rats. They hop on their runners, test their foot brakes, fuss with the stanchions on their sleds. Tim Osmar of Clam Gulch, Emmett Peters of Ruby. Rick Mackey of Trapper Creek. Now comes Joe Runyon the Wonderboy strategist who raises homing pigeons in his spare time. Now comes Colonel Norman Vaughn, the oldest man in the race at 84, a 1929 graduate of Harvard, who accompanied Admiral Byrd on his first expeditions in Antarctica. Then Martin Boozer of Big Lake. LeVon Burway of Wasilla. Bill Hickle, the Anchorage millionaire, son of the governor. Susan Butcher, the famous champion from the Tanana River country. One minute! Now a silver-haired man edges toward the chute. He is seventy-three years old and has a hearing aid in each ear. He flashes the crowd a sly grin, his gray eyes twinkling. He unsnarls his gangline with the patience of an old fisherman. His small, wrinkled face is scratched and studded with gray beard stubble. His five handlers are locked in a tug-of-war with the dogs, He walks over to his sled and calmly parks himself on the runners. In a grandfatherly voice that is barely audible, he calls to his handlers, tells them to let go of the dogs. The huskies spring forward, and the sled lurches to the starting line. Whoa, he cries. Thirty seconds! The announcer's voice crackles over the loudspeakers. Please give a warm welcome to Joe Reddington, father of the Iditarod. A deafening cheer wells up from the crowd. Everyone knows Joe Reddington. He's a household name from Anchorage to Prudhoe Bay. Reddington is called the father of the Iditarod because he invented it. It was Reddington who, in the late 1960s, came up with the idea of running a sled dog marathon across the forgotten trails of the Alaska interior. He saw the race as a way to revive the lost art of mushing, a tradition that had all but died in the tracks of the snowmobile. Not only did Reddington concoct the Iditarod, he has raced in it for the last sixteen years, finishing as high as fifth place. Despite his age, Reddington is generally recognized as one of the top twenty mushers in the world. His seventeen huskies are proud specimens, alert, attuned to his every movement. The urge to pull ripples in their lean muscles smolders in their yellow lupine eyes. They lunge with all their tensile strength, hairs bristling, the diamond pattern harnesses pulled taut on their backs, so that Reddington's team of handlers must hold back the lines to keep the dogs from skittering away before their time has come. Reddington grips the handlebar with one hand and waves to the crowds with the other. Gentlemen, start your engines. Ten, nine, eight, well, I gotta go. Tear him up, Joe. Three, two, one. Smoke him. Mush, Reddington calls to his huskies. His neck slightly whiplashes from the initial jolt. The runners scrape through the crusty snow as his dogs bound forward at twenty miles an hour. Joe Reddington, who has raised huskies ever since he came to Alaska in 1948, is famous for developing a line of race-